B C A B C A B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host Uppy. With me, with us, uh, a stranger in our hearts lately, we have Stash. Stash, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to see your beautiful face again. Yes. Uh, with us, as always, is Beardo. I don't think he ever misses a show anymore. Beardo, how are you? I'm fan-fucking-tastic. How are you? I'm doing great. And uh, with us again, we have Dodger. Dodger, how are you? Great. As always, happy to be here. And nice. Nice to not see your picture all spotty and frozen and laggy like just wait we, we haven't had a i'm not sure how well our, our editing skills have been between myself and beardo but we haven't had a clean recording in about a month now so <laughs> there's always somebody in the group that's had shitty internet <laughs> two weeks ago it was me um and then uh last week it was dodger but um so far so good knock on wood so um, how about some alcohol? Uh, we'll start with you, Stash. What are you drinking tonight? Well, I'm double fisting it, even though I said that I wouldn't. But I'm not doing that double IPA shit I did last week. Last time we recorded and I fell asleep um, mid-session. <laughs> um, which <laughs> which doesn't help, though, when Absolutely you've already true. like on 40. Uh, which, which it doesn't help that you – I have no excuses, but I was probably was already like at – 80 hours of work already, but I'm doing the all day IPA session from founders, uh, which is my go-to cause it's two for five at Stater brothers down over here in Southern California. And then a little bit of Jim beam on ice. <laughs> so I'm double fisting it again. Nice. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. Dodger, what do you got? So I'm double fisting as well. I'm sure you guys can guess, uh, what the like second white one is, but, that's the second oh one. God. Yeah, the first one is this Scottsdale uh, <laughs> Blonde Ale by uh, by Hus Brewing out here in Arizona. Oh, I like Crisp, blondes. light, and refreshing. I, th- I think I saw Stash perk up a little when you said Blonde Ale. Blonde Ale. I like mm-hmm. Blonde Ales. Yeah. Mm. Blonde guy, huh? Yeah. Oh, I love Blonde Ales. Dude, that, that's, those are my all-time oh, favorites. Ale. Yeah. Blondes are my – both Blondes. So that's why you have Beardo on. He's more of a dirty blonde, and I still like yeah. it, though. It's like, a a, super it's, dirty it's like my martinis, yeah. It's like my martinis. <laughs> <laughs> Beardo, what do you got? Um, I have Lush Nectar from Shadow Puppet Brewing up here in Livermore. That's where we went the night you got your car. Yes. Uh, so, everyone I don't know. Our, yeah. Our favorite quarantine purchase, yeah. Shout out, yeah. we yeah. So after after we got said car, and the bureaus were so kind to offer to watch little puppy, and they watched her middle child, um, B. We've called him before. Um, they got to hang out at Beardo's house while we car shopped, and then when we were done, we met up at Shadow Puppet. Yep. And we spent yeah, some time 
so much time trying to figure out what to drink that the food stopped serving. So then we had to chug like 18 beers real fast and then actually go to a restaurant for dinner. <laughs> it was it was an interesting night. And then like the next day, seemingly the Bay Area decided uh, we're going to shut down. Yeah, <laughs> everything shut down. Yep. And they're still shut down to this day, I think. So mm-hmm. it was Maybe. our that was our last time out. Hey, and then um, I guess as as is popular, I am double fisting. Um, the side beer, if you will, is a Corona. Uh, the main beer, I went to Dying Breed Brewing yesterday. Uh, they had a beer that came out last weekend called Bale and Haze. It is a New England style hazy IPA. It comes in at seven point one percent, and it's got some tropical flavors of. Pineapple, guava, and orange, and I really like this beer so much. I actually texted one of the owners, Joey, and said, this is awesome. Thank you. And there you go. So tonight, we're just going to continue what we did last week, and we're just going to keep having a bunch of short, quick conversations about random topics. And since he hasn't been with us for a while, we're going to start with Stash. So, Stash, what do you got for us? Well, you know, today uh, I got to actually watch a couple of movies. Well, on and off, watched a couple of movies and shows. Um, And this was uh, pre-COVID. And it it, uh, sort of gave me a little bit of anxiety watching these movies because I'm in COVID mindset of like, you know, six feet distance, wear masks, you know, let's avoid talking on each other type of thing. And um, there was a karaoke scene. And it sort of freaked me out because I was like, they're not social distancing. They're going to get sick. And I'm like, dude, the movie's from like 2009. Like the, uh, our new normal is so fucked up, you know, compared to even last year's movies. You look at last year's movie and they're all hanging on each other. And you're like, I miss those times. So that's my topic of du jour tonight is like, damn, I can't wait till there's a vaccine, you know, or cases die down so far enough that we can actually enjoy being humans again. And not a bunch of fucking lab rats with face masks and, you know, social distancing. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, um, so when I got my beer, I was on my lunch break at work yesterday. And uh, Dying Breed has an amazing facility. And it's so nice to see um, it come alive with people in there enjoying themselves. And not only did I feel like a douche, me the only one in there with a mask on. Because I was only there to get my beer and go, yeah. But like I've I've sheltered so much at this point where you know, uh, Joey, when the owner saw me, he came over and went to give me a handshake, which really is harmless. All I did was wash my hands, and I gave him a fist bump, and I felt kind of like a douche. But yeah. um, I don't know. We, we've managed to not get sick this long, and I I feel even more compelled to be. Um, a plebe, if you will. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I get worse. Like my behavior almost gets worse. It seems like because we made it this far, and I know there's so much ways to go. And I, I want this to be over too. I don't want to have to wear a mask. I don't want to have to wash my hands so much. But you know, like Mrs. Eppy and I talked about it. Is so, like even if you don't get that sick, like it 
already lived through it. Like it can do so much damage to your body. And like I smoked for 17 years and, um, thankfully actually tomorrow, the 21st is my quit date. So it's been four years tomorrow since I quit smoking. So I know my, I'm not perfect. My, my lungs are completely healthy. So the last thing I want is my lungs to get ravaged by this because they're not pristine to begin with. Um, especially living here in the Valley. So you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, you gotta, I mean, thankfully, um, I'm 38 years old, so, you know, FOMO isn't really much of a issue with me. If I was like Dodger's age, I might have FOMO and feel like I'm missing out on the world right now, but it is yeah, what it is. It sucks being 23 and living through this shit. Cause you're supposed mm-hmm. to be in like the primes of, you know, primes of your life mm-hmm. right now. But no, it doesn't happen. But, you know, like I, I just want quickly want to touch on what you said is like even if you don't have symptoms and, and you get it and you show the antibodies, mm. there's still not enough evidence to tell us what the fuck's going to do to you if you get something else. You know, yep. if you were to, you know, we don't know anything. So, you know, so it's going to be interesting to find out what what so what happens. And I, I'm hope that I'm wrong, that it's not as bad and that we all just kind of live through this. And this was like. 1919 type of bullshit and we just you know made it through but something tells me different and so yeah yeah anyone else anyone else want to chime in yeah yeah for sure about what 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 you said stash about you're watching movies and seeing these different things and i'm in the same exact mindset i've been watching reruns of you know a lot of sports stuff um uh, the Kings winning in 12 and 14, and they'd score a goal and go to hug. And I'm like, ooh, like, don't do that. Like, yeah. it's just, like, weird. By the way, another another cool thing, shout out Arizona, Doug Ducey. Guy's a genius, not. Um, just now implemented the okay for cities to make the decision to make masks um, uh, the law, the rule. So – Tempe, which <clears throat> I live in Ahwatukee, which is like a subsidy of um, of uh, Phoenix. It's like, it's like <clears throat> Watts to LA. Like it's like I mean, much better than Watts, but it's like uh, it, it's like a, it's it's not its own city. Um, so Phoenix is working on it right now, but Tempe, which is right next to where I live, which I live a quarter mile from Tempe, so pretty much everything I do is in Tempe. It is now mandatory to wear masks, and people are losing their shit i think we should have been wearing masks this entire time i think everywhere should have been wearing masks the entire time so shout out arizona and and my boy doug Ducey. again genius iq level insane um you know it's just it's just that that right right wing state of mind which drives me nuts but it uh <clears throat> yeah it's uh that <laughs> what you said about the movies just hit me right here everything that i've seen i'm like oh don't oh god why would you do that right now yeah yeah yeah. you know i can't get i can't break that <laughs> like no, i was i was yelling don't sing into the microphone and they were all singing into the microphone together and yeah you just you, you were we're accustomed to it um being as short-lived as it is now but still it's it's it sucks and it's sad because i miss I miss the non-anxiety feeling of of that, you know, of going, oh, God, am I going to get it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) You know the feeling, you know? And so, and that's why maybe I'm really glad that I'm not going to work for a week here 
is that I don't have to be around anybody unless I want to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. And that's going to make me feel really good for about yeah. a week. All right. So I actually just started my, uh, uh, my new job. I'm a car salesman and I, um, a big thing that I've been doing is now, now in Tempe, the last day that I worked, I've had the last two days off and I have tomorrow off as well. Um, I, uh, I've been asking people, um, do you want, you know, do you mind shaking my hand? Do you want me to put a mask on? Now I don't really have a choice, but I've been asking people that and all the people that I've talked to have been like, no, we don't care. It's hmm. like, it's, I don't know. I think that's, that's kind of funny that one, people don't care. Uh, two, I'm giving them the option. Like I'm in a, from a professional standpoint, like you said, you, you give people fist bumps. I'm, hmm. I think shaking hand is a staple in, in, professionalism especially in sales and the position that i'm in you know what i mean a a lot of uh, male presences as well if you don't shake their hand which i would never do unless we were in this situation um frown upon that so it's just uh it's weird you know it's it's just everything's weird right now it's crazy um who did we decide was number two uh dodger i guess you're next so what do you got for us yeah i got um got a couple good ones here um i want to know what would your guys's uh i've been seeing a lot of these lately and just a little backstory the question is what would be your 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 death row meal right so if you're on death row and it's your last meal they they do a lot of they they go a lot like if you want a specific restaurant they'll go get it for you usually in in certain obviously certain places let's say assuming that they'll do whatever you want and you can go appetizer entree dessert whatever it is what would be your perfect meal you can go different places i mean you can do whatever you want what would be your last meal <laughs> go for it. Um, Statch, I think you already know your answer. <laughs> you look like you already know. You've probably contemplated this as I'm like. I've, I have, I have because okay. So, so, so everybody knows why I've compl- why I've thought about this in a way, is because I've, I've um, hiked in the backcountry like 50, 60, 100 miles out in the middle of nowhere. Even twenty miles out is very fucking far from a nearest road, which mm-hmm. will take you about eight hours and very good physical shape to walk. For a very good physical shape kind of guy who's hiked at at elevations of 6,000, 9,000, 1,000 meter higher. On another guy who's never done that, it'll take him at least 12 to 20 hours, right? Because it'll take you all day. I've thought about it. My perfect meal, if like all of a sudden they were like, we can go and get this meal for you. This is going to be it. This is going to be your last fucking thing that you're ever going to eat because you're going to die in the next like day, 24 hours. What are you going to eat? Should you not, I'm going to ask for a chicken fried steak. Really? <laughs> Fuck yes. Because if I'm going to, if I'm going to go out, I want to feel full. <laughs> I want to feel mm-hmm. good. I'm going to do that in a cold fucking IPA or something. And that'll be my last meal right there. Of course, like, why not? Absolutely. Dodger makes the rules. He's got to come up with them. Oh, that's a waste of taxpayer and- money. <laughs> Who says we're in prison? They're just saying this is your yeah, last meal. We're going to kill you meal. no matter what happens. Yeah. yeah, no matter what the fuck, no matter what it is, we'll get you your shot of whiskey or your last beer or whatever. So, yeah, yeah that's what it'll be. So, <laughs> I've had a lot of 
time to think about this one as well. Every year when I teach the rights of the accused and eventually get to the death penalty, kids always bring up, what would your last meal be? So I've talked about my last meal a lot. And so here's what my last meal would be. Um, it would be uh, my mother's meatloaf. Um, it's absolutely beautiful, and it's got this nice um, pineapple glaze on the top with some mashed potatoes and some green beans. And a new addition to this last meal, it would be take a Bach Road from Dying Breed. That would be my last drink. Um, I think that's my favorite beer right now. So um, I would follow all of that up with a nice New York cheesecake. Hmm. Not bad choices. Not bad choices. And um, well, if beers included, I, I might have to also agree with take a box road. That is an amazing beer. Like it's a fantastic beer. Yeah. Um, I'm a beef guy, and if at the taxpayer's expense, and I can choose whatever I want. Honestly, I, I want like some sort of like bone in like tomahawk steak. Real simple, salt and pepper for the seasoning, a good medium rare. <laughs> um, if you're going to have that, maybe some fries. Uh, yeah, I think just keep it simple. Um, that'd be good enough for me, just a good beer and a nice, easy tomahawk steak would be perfect for me. I was gonna. I'm gonna die with a brick in my stomach. I think and that's. I think that's the whole point, <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah, you will. I pretty much because I hear that lethal injection is not quite what it seems. At least that's what John Oliver had me believing. And if I he hope said, I never find out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On our current trajectories, that should never be an issue. <laughs> should not be a problem. <laughs> uh Dodger, what's your what's what's yours? So for my last meal, I think um as an appetizer, uh, I mean I just love probably a good calamari. I don't really know from where specifically. Okay, I like see. calamari. Um but I mean any like good appetizer it could be fucking potato skins. I don't care. Like that would be good too. Um now the main <laughs> course would be my big thing. I would I would have them get me some some wagyu from uh, from Nobu. I'd probably down about twelve ounce ounces of that, no problem. If that was impossible, same thing. I'd just get a huge tomahawk steak, like eighteen ounces, twenty ounces, whatever it is. And uh, um, dessert uh, again. I'm gonna go back to Nobu. The best thing I've ever eaten was at Nobu Vegas, and it, it's like this. Uh, you guys can look it up on the menu, or uh, yeah, on the menu. It's like a tart, vanilla something tart. It was like this ice cream with this crispiness, and it had like when you watch like Chopped or anything on like the Food Network, how they talk about like, oh, it didn't have the right sweet and salty and blah. This one had all that stuff, and it was the best thing, the best meal to this day that I've ever eaten, and that would be my final meal. Just those those two things, a good steak good quality steak and that dessert and then just something to stuff me up in uh maybe some rolls from texas roadhouse that'd be good that'd be good to have i have a night can we do like a part b to this 
and uh, we'll sure. let Dodger go last. <clears throat> if you were in that position, what do you think you were on death row for? And does anyone want to go first? Beardo Stash? It's going to take a few minutes to think. Okay. I mean, I'm so um, perfect. Why would I ever be in that position? Um, I mean, people I can, I can from, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Until they find the torture chamber in your, uh, in your, in your basement. That's the first thing I show them. First thing. <laughs> I, I, I think I know why. If I were on death row, <laughs> I have an idea why I might have gotten there. And it, it probably sounds silly. Like, I, I'm not a confrontational person. Um, I've kept my nose clean this long in my life. But chances are, if you've ever heard of me being locked up, it's probably because <laughs> it's going to sound stupid. And I probably have, like, mentioned this before as somewhere in the podcast. I probably crossed paths with Mitch McConnell. Mm. Um, I have a feeling if I ever saw him, I wouldn't probably wouldn't be able to contain myself. Um, <laughs> just the, the, the man just irritates the fuck out of me. He's so un-American. He's so unpatriotic. He's a piece of shit. So if I was on death row, it might be because I crossed paths with him and I just couldn't help myself. I would say that if it was me on death row, I kind of feel like I'm in the same boat with Thuppy here. <clears throat> However, I'm probably more prone of like fucking burning something down <laughs> than being part of that process and being like, fuck it, watch it burn. And I think um, and, and, and I hate to say it, it might be one of the banks because 2008 left a big scar on me about how how fucking financial institutions can really fuck over um, a huge swath of people. And then take no blame and then wash their hands of it and be like, well, yeah, well, whatever we fucked up, we'll, we'll take the money for, you know, for it. So that's, that's probably would be me. And because of that, you know, cause we're a capitalist country and we love capitalism and, you know, for all its glories and whatnot. And I'd, I'd be put to death cause it's sedation, you know, so I'm going up against uh, the capitalist government. There you go. Nice. Uh, Beardo. Um, I Why would have to say <laughs> it was because my brother and I finally got in that final fight and I won. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's going to be. So how, you know, how old is your brother? <laughs> he's your age. I'm, yeah, I'm 38. So he's 36. And um, okay, so yeah. we just have never gotten along. We do not get along. We don't like each other. <laughs> okay and you know we do not interact unless we absolutely have to the last time i saw him was last may at my grandmother's funeral um i haven't seen or talked to him since and i don't intend to do so if if i were on death row it's because we finally you finished a fight Yep. <laughs> All right, Dodger. If you're on death row for your final meal, how did you get there? Uh, murder, and not just any murder. It's someone in particular. Um, I think it's a federal offense to say that you would murder 
this person, but it'd be for murder. Is this a Houston Astro? Because I believe that is a federal offense. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, why? Well, fucking add them to the list. No, it'd be it'd be someone else that's orange that has orange in their color. Hmm. Is it one of yeah, Uppy's yeah. favorite people on the planet? Yes. yes, I think their nickname is POTUS. Okay. okay. Hey, <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. That's uh, that's illegal. Um, I don't know if you guys – did you guys ever watch Whitest Kids You Know? No. Yes, I love that show. It's the best. They, they did a skit that said it's illegal to say that you would kill the president of the United States of America. Totally yep. illegal. It's totally illegal yep. to say things like – It'd probably be the best position to kill him with a rocket launcher from the top of this building because of the <laughs> the view you have yes, on the White House. That show is totally absolutely legal. brilliant. I love that show. Well, speaking of the, the, the whole felony thing, going back to last week in Beardo's favorite concert, um, first song of Green Day's uh, Green Day set, the first song in the encore was American Idiot. And the very end of American Idiot, Billy Joe says, kill Donald Trump. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that one just slid right on through. No one ever said nothing. I never posted it to YouTube. or uh, Never mind. It's on YouTube. I never posted it to Facebook. I didn't want to have some pretty radical conservative friends. I didn't want to give them cannon fodder, you know. Uh, <laughs> but you can't say it and get away with it. That's all I'm trying to say. Um you're not one of those people, I don't think, Dodger, but you never know. Um, who haven't we done? Beardo, what's your topic? Yeah, so while we're on the topic of the head orange in charge, um, I, in 2016, joined Twitter simply so that I could follow Donald Trump and see if the things people said he was tweeting were, was actually real. And holy Jesus, it is. So after a couple years, I decided I wasn't going to use Twitter anymore. But then I started following Nick Offerman, and he's why I live on Twitter now. And he's fucking awesome. You guys know who Nick Offerman is? I know who Ruby Insider LA is. I follow him too. Yeah, he was Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But... Today, a couple hours ago, he tweeted at Donald Trump Jr., at Ivanka Trump, and at Eric Trump, curious if you've seen your pop eat shit harder than he did today. Speaking of the (laughs) Tulsa rally that was basically empty, I guess. And, you know, I just love that. I love that he's just like straight up right to the kids. Hey, have you ever seen your dad be this worthless before this shitty before oh yeah so, the Taj Mahal um when that failed then when the next thing yeah. failed and then when the next thing failed um you know I hope I hope that this is a sign of things to come but you know if you guys have Twitter follow Nick Offerman you won't regret it he's hilarious he's absolutely great and if you're also on Twitter make sure you follow up and stash um they're awesome yeah. too they're pretty cool. We don't, we don't have the oh, following yeah. Nick Offerman does, but someday. Hell, we don't have the following that the Ravine Insider LA has, but we're trying. <laughs> I do have to say, this is this is going to be a quick side point. I'm really sorry. But Dodger, whoever organized your books in the back, did an absolutely lovely, lovely job. It looks like a rainbow. 
are they color coded? Is that how they are put into your bookshelves? Um, it is. Uh, I believe it's not only color coded, but it's also by. No, it's only color coded. Oh, it's only color coded. It could be coded by two things. It's only color coded, yeah. All right, that's amazing. I, that answers the second question. Dodger himself didn't do it. Yeah, we should <laughs> we should get the co- we should get the color coder on podcast on about how she color coded. She, she, ha- change it. she changes it. Yeah, she changes it like a few times a year. She she sometimes she does by author oh. by by last name of author, obviously by um. I don't know other stuff. I'm not really a book person. I don't really know what else. Wow. As 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 the as the official Dewey Decimal representative, I must say that I commend your abilities to color code and categorize uh, books upon their shapes, sizes, and differences um, the way you do. Because no matter how it looks on Instagram, it looks fucking awesome. Okay, it looks as a millennial. <laughs> as a millennial. <laughs> As a, as a millennial as a millennial who spent lots and lots of time in a library <laughs> at UCs and public libraries mm-hmm. that looks fucking good yep it does look good and mind you I and mind you I, I spent my time at the largest at the largest uh, category of libraries that they have in the world which is the UC system so I have a little bit of clout she's, to speak on she's going to be entering awesome. the UC system pretty soon <laughs> Yeah, what you oh, see fantastic. is that. UCLA. Well, congratulations, oh, cool. man. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Medical, medical school. She's a here's, here's a fun fact about the UC system. No matter which UC uh, uh, campus you you graduate from, all of your diplomas say the same thing. Your name has graduated from the University of California, and in a very, 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 very small fine print, it says the city that it was in. Yeah, nobody knows that unless you graduated from a UC. That's right, because so, you're Riverside, right, Stash? Well, yeah. Thanks for throwing <laughs> my little fine print Riverside in there. No, that's awesome. Not man. Like not, not like Los Angeles. Not like Los Angeles. The UC system is very elitist, and it's eleven. I think it's eleven altogether. Colleges are uh, you know you know cities that they have, and so you know LA and San Diego want to and Berkeley all want to claim the top spots. But um, places like Riverside and Merced are you know, we're coming Merced's up. So far, um, happens to be the newest. No, too. yeah, but when Merced, hold on, let me let me add a little bit of the, to this elitism to this. Wait, I want to talk when, about when, Merced too when you're done. So okay, oh yeah, well here and you can never beat this. But when Merced decides to get its own public policy and medical school, medical school, then come to the table. UC Merced actually has a really beautiful campus. I really like it a lot. Um, but that's not the best thing at UC Merced. UC Merced, in their cafeteria, I'm a fat boy, so I like the food. In their cafeteria, they have an Indian burrito. It is literally a tortilla filled with Indian food. And it is one of the best things I've ever eaten on a college campus anywhere. And I've been to 20 or 30 different college campuses. So UC Merced, in my opinion, has the best food item of any college that I've been to. Nice. Oh, I, I got it. Second. I, now, 
You're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> I, vis- I know I visited way more college campuses than he has. <laughs> USC has better. No, actually, sorry. Uh, Stanford has no, better. No, I've been to USC. Mm-mm. No, Stanford has better. Stanford has way more. Stanford they is have something better than an Indian burrito. I am saying, Fuck is yeah, there Indian. something better on their menu that is better than a Indian burrito? Damn. Fucking come up to UC Merced and have the Indian burrito and then tell me there's something better somewhere else. I've been to UC Merced, but Stanford still has... Did you have the Indian burrito? Well, you know, are we talking more like gay club status or are we talking... I don't know how you tell us, Mr. Brown Kevin Fairline here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't beat I can't beat I can't beat the I can't beat the Indian burrito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final topic for tonight. Um speaking of Paul Disc, because we've been on it a lot. Um I absolutely had it with the amount of uh, the modern-day conservatives who vote Republican proudly, good for you, um, who still want to sit there. They, they have a foot in both camps. What are those two camps I'm speaking of? One camp, they said, we are the party that freed the slaves. Technically, you are. But you're also the first group of people who complain when Confederate statues get taken down. Claiming my heritage. Well, which the fuck is it? What it is, is honestly, you're no longer the party of Lincoln. Um, there was an idea, ideological shift at some point. I think probably sometime around the civil rights movements. I could be wrong. I'm going to let the smart people, a.k.a. Uh, Beardo and Stash, take over. I'm not saying you're a damn dodger. I just don't think you're probably as educated as they are in this, just like I'm not. Um, but my, my whole issue is, is I'm just tired of the modern day Republican spouting off. Well, we're the party of Lincoln. We freed the slaves when your current party is deporting actual citizens of this country. Um, (laughs) in the name of get the Brown people out. So how are they that, I don't know, obtuse to what the party actually is these days and shoot. Stash, since you got a mouthful of beer, I'll let you go first. Well, I think I previously mentioned this in a messaging group that we're part of, is that um, they enjoy the stupidity of of their medium that they can get out. Um, and, that's, and their medium is Fox News and uh, other radio shows and whatnot. Because it's a whataboutism, right? It's it's a distraction of the current policies and issues that they have at hand. And and they do it so well that that the Democrats play right into it. And so when when things get bad or or, or policies or issues are brought up about um injustices or, you know, uh, inequalities in the system, um, they say, Well, we're we're the party of Lincoln, refreed the slaves. Yeah, motherfucker, that was like a long ass time ago. And what have you done since then? Well, they don't want to bring up Reagan and Clinton and the bills uh, that they've both all voted for, both parties have voted for, um, and, and the crime bills, because 
it will make them look bad. And so these talking points are not generated out of a vacuum. Okay, meaning that it just doesn't come up out of nowhere. These things are crafted, talked about very quickly, very and tested um, through like heritage foundations, um, through other think tanks. And they put them out and they say, this is what you're going to say. And a lot of these things are recycled from the 90s of what you're going to say. And they keep using them. And because as Americans, um, and I say we collectively because I'm an American, that we we tend to forget, right? And we have such this unforget this is very forgetful memory that uh, we we were like, okay, well, he just said that, and yeah, that's true because we love Lincoln, and then uh, here's this here's this uh, um, NBC show of of Lincoln and how he did this, and we're all proud of what he did, you know, because of the medium, which is the media and, and our sources that we viewed from. We lose we lose track of like these things of like how of people offhandedly say them, and we let them get away with it. It's so easy because we're so worried about everything else. It's fucked up, and and they do it. They do it in a way where they go, well, you know, I didn't mean it that way. I I didn't I didn't mean to put you down that way. When they do right, because they've discussed it in private. They discuss these things way beforehand. A lot of these fuckers that come up with this are go to private schools. They're being taught by these very private, elite, educated. Uh, I say elite in quotation marks, by the way, so people know because they're not very smart. I think all four of us are smart collectively as one big group than a hundred of them put together. They do this. They're taught that. They're fed this. And this is how we come up with it. And they always act like you know, don't insult my intelligence or don't insult my respect, my, my, my respectable politics, whatever. I'm just disagreeing with you. But how do you disagree with genocide? Because the times that we live in are exactly what genocide back when it was first defined, defined as being um, uh, perpetrated upon us right now as saying, we're going to kill your culture. We're going to kill the way you think. We're going to make you conform to us. That's exactly what they're doing. So we got to get out of that mind think and, and be our own people that we are. And that's people of the, of the workers, right? Everyday people with no, with no power, with no millions of dollars to invest in lobbyists. So, yeah. Beardo. Well, I've got, I've got two things um, and I'm going to keep it fairly short because really, I mean, Stash, I can't say it any better than you. Um, I will say that Republicans do get to take the credit for being opposed to slavery. They get the credit for that. Conservatives, however, do not. So if you're a conservative Republican, you do not get to claim, hey, I was opposed to slavery. Everyone's opposed to slavery now. Everyone knows it's bad. But if you're a conservative in 1865, you would not have abolished slavery. You also wouldn't have been a Republican. So Republicans absolutely take credit for abolishing slavery, but not you conservatives. You didn't abolish it. The second thing I want to say is, Uppy, you are 100% as smart as us. Just because I have a master's degree doesn't mean that I know anything more than you do. I see you post things. I talk to you often. And the things that you say, I 
wished I had come up with. So whenever you say, oh, I'll leave it to the smart ones, I'm really just like, fuck you. You're just as smart as us. Don't don't put me on a pedestal. Because then you're going to be upset because really all I do is drink beer and cuss a lot. That's all I do. You're on the show. You don't have to kiss my ass. You're here. You're one of us. <laughs> Thank you, though. Thank you. <laughs> but the difference is, is I paid a shit ton of money to be called smart. Yeah. You're just doing it naturally. <laughs> and and we're still paying yeah. a shit ton of money. Plus interest. Still paying a shit ton. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and will be for a while. Dodger, you got any thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I'm i sure my audio sounds bad. It's going through the computer now. But um, for me to not be called smart and all you guys to be called smart is 100% accurate there. I want to go ahead and just say that all of you guys have great opinions and all of you guys are extremely smart. I've only known you guys for two months and love everything that you guys say. Um so yeah, for Appa to be thrown into there, Beardo, that's awesome that you had to say that. Um, that's kind of all I got. I, I'm not really going to touch on the subject because I was too. I was too. Uh, I was kind of coming in and out. I, I didn't get to hear every single point. I don't want to just say the same thing that you guys said because chances are I fucking agreed with all of them. Um, so yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, sorry, I made this choppy again, but. You guys, all, you guys are all saying the right, the right shit all the time. You know, I don't think I've ever had a drink with any of you guys, so everything you guys are saying is fucking 100%. Well, can't disagree with that. <laughs> um, well, I think at that point, we're going to call it a night. Um, we want to thank everyone for tuning in yet again. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure you're following uh, Dodger on Twitter. Um, with all, especially with uh, baseball news, if you need baseball news, he has it. You can find him on Twitter at mm-hmm. the Ravine Insider LA. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Upping and Stash. You can find us on Facebook under the same thing, Upping and Stash. If you really feel like emailing us, we're UppingStashPodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, any final thoughts? Uh, we'll start with you, Dodger. Any final thoughts? Again, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, this was a great episode. I've enjoyed everything we've talked about in this time that you guys have had me on. Uh, always thankful to be on here. You guys, you guys make uh, Saturday nights more fun. You guys said, you know, a twenty, a twenty-three year old. You guys said a twenty-three year old. By the way, I'm twenty-four. Um, you guys said a twenty-three slash twenty-four year old uh, is missing out on the prime of your life right now. <laughs> this is fucking way better. I get to you know talk to you guys you guys are all good people i can't wait till we go hang out at some point uh, but just thank you so much for having me on and Mrs. Dodger. thank you for always joining us um i can't speak for stash or beardo but at 23 yeah absolutely i would i would have been out at the bar for sure um granted when i was 23 there wasn't a covid 19 going on um uh, Beardo, any final words? Um, well, just when you were 23, there were barely cell phones. So that's how long ago you were 23. I'm younger than you. <laughs> you fuck you. <laughs> Only barely. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had cell phones, but they were, remember, they were the flip. The flip. And you can text <laughs> as fast as you could. <laughs> you made a Nokia right. system at that point, I think. 
No, no. So just so they know, like back when we were 23, we used to have cell phones that you'd have to hit a button three times just to get the letter that you wanted. Then, and only then, you could finally send your message. Plus, you had to hit zero for a space bar. So if you can text and drive at the same time, you were a fucking god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like kind of going through the whole mental process. All this, I actually don't think I was sending text messages at 23. <laughs> um, I remember, and I, I remember because, like, so 23 is when I got married the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't text then, but when I got divorced at 25, texting was kind of starting to be a thing. And, but that was back when, like, if you sent 100 text messages a month, <laughs> like, holy shit, what are you doing with your life kind of thing. Um, I remember complaining when I had upgraded to unlimited text because I was texting so much. Um, <laughs> but at 22, 23, I absolutely was not texting. But that's just me. No. Um, my final thoughts just are keep doing your part for everybody. Masks suck. No one likes wearing one. But if you have to go out, wear one. Wash your hands. Don't pick your nose. Don't rub your eyes. There's absolutely no need for a family of four to go out shopping together. One of you can do it. Just do your goddamn part, please. Because as much as I may have mentioned at the top of the show that I don't feel like I'm missing out because I'm 38, who gives a crap? It would be nice to get to do things again at some point. And Mm -hmm. the more you fuckers keep ruining it for everybody, the longer it's going to take for the rest of us who have been doing our parts this whole time to get to have a little bit of fun. So if you have to go out, wear your mask. Keep your distance. If you're at Walmart, follow the goddamn arrows. It's not that hard. If it says you can shop this way, you can go down the aisle that way. If it says don't enter, don't enter. It's not that difficult. Please, it's for everyone's own good. And with that said, Dodger Beardo, Stash and I, we all wish you a good afternoon. Good evening and good night. <laughs>